You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast, you'll get useful information, top tips, as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets. I hope you are all doing well this week, whatever it is you're up to. Today I'm going to be talking about how to save time and money in your business because I think so many of us are leaving sales on the table and missing out on opportunities, spending money on running costs that we don't necessarily need to do and it's not always that easy to figure out where all the money being left and what we're doing wrong and how to get it right. So this is what I'm going to be talking about today. But before I get into today's episode, I just want to share that yesterday was in fact the anniversary of when I opened my cafe and bar for the first time. Five years ago, yesterday was the day, it was opening day. So today would have been day two when we'd kind of gone, oh no, what have we done? How did it all go? I'm panicking about everything. And that I still remember that feeling in the morning of waking up and feeling so absolutely nervous and trying to figure out what to do. It was crazy that first day. If any of you have opened up baking businesses, you'll know the kind of chaos that ensues when you have your first day because it's not like you. it's just you and your business. Suddenly you're having to serve people and customers and they're queuing and the till system isn't working properly, or the printer isn't working properly, all of these different little things, all of these things that help your operations run smoothly don't run smoothly on that first day. So if you've ever experienced that first day, or maybe you've got one coming up, maybe you've got your opening day coming up, don't worry. You will get through the first day and then it will get easier from there on in because the first day is a learning day. I just wanted to share that. So yeah, five years ago, I can't really believe it was that long ago that we'd done it. I I mean, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it also does. So it's just uh, incredible to think that that was five years ago. So for all of you that are in the process of just opening up your baking business, whether that's a small cafe or bakery, or whether that's just a home baking business, the first time you do it, you will probably feel completely exhausted. And that's perfectly normal. Things won't happen the way you expect them. That's also completely normal is part of the learning curve of opening up a business. And you you might have the occasional grumpy customer. That is also normal. If you're going to get it right on the first day, then come and talk to me because I want to know how you got everything right. Because I know, <laughs> I know so many people that opened up the doors and things just didn't work correctly and things weren't in place in time and you just have to keep calm and carry on. So that's my best advice to you. Maybe you've opened up the doors and now you're looking to grow and develop your business. And the way to do that is actually sometimes to look internally. So how to save time and money in your business. And I'm going to give you five things to think about today in the episode, because again, it's not always when you're in the thick of it, in the day to day, you're up to your elbows in cake mix or dough. You're trying to manage a team possibly, and you're just trying to keep everything running, all the plates spinning. Sometimes we can't always see how we can make efficiencies and we end up running on empty because the only efficiency we can make is to work harder. And the efficiency is we'll save money because we'll do it ourselves. The reality is you're probably not saving money. 
might sound like a bit of a harsh reality, but you are probably, by doing that, you're costing your business money because you are a cost. What everything you're doing in your business is a cost. So whether you're working on it or not, it might seem like free labour because it's your labour, but it's still your salary. And by having those inefficiencies by you just working harder, you're going to burn out. You're going to get too tired. And then your business doesn't exist without you because you are the life and soul of your business. So this is the time. And I think this time of year, a lot of people will be in the midst of Christmas chaos. But it's also the time to really start thinking about where do you want to be this time next year? Where do you want to be at the end of 2024? What do you want to be doing? And there are some things that you can think about in January for your business that will help you get better. It will give you the opportunity to grow and it will make improvements. So here we go. Let's hit you with these five things today. The first one is delegation. It's something that we find very difficult, particularly if if it is just you and your baking business. But it doesn't stop you from delegating tasks that you don't need to be doing. I've talked about this quite a lot on my podcast because delegation was one thing I was never very good at because you want everything to be the way you want to do it. And it's so much easier just to do it yourself rather than communicate it to other people. But your business isn't just you. Your business isn't you. And this is where our CEO mindset comes in. Because having the ability to delegate tasks that you don't need to do, whether that's marketing, whether that's accountancy, whatever that might be, will mean that you can focus on what's the most important things for your business. And that will help it grow. It will help it get better. And it might feel like, well, but don't I have to pay an assistant to do some of the admin tasks or a virtual assistant? I've had a VA before. It was brilliant. And actually, when I looked at how much a VA per month for a few hours a week, I'm not talking like full time, just a few hours a week to take away all of that paperwork stress. It meant I got so much more done in other areas of my business, like focusing on the strategy, focusing on where I can grow, where I can maximize my sales and make more profit, which are all the really important things to make your business operate successfully. I could then concentrate on that. So that investment in £300 a month or whatever it was, I can't remember what it was now, it was about that. For a few hours of admin a week, I made probably more than that by not doing all of those tasks. So what can you delegate? You know, what can you think about all of those jobs that take you so long to do? Even if it's packaging, if you're doing markets and you're having to pre-package or maybe you're selling online and have to package, it takes time. Labelling and packaging takes a lot of time. And we so often forget that we've made all bakes and we made all our cakes, then you have to package it. So just just think we're in the run up to Christmas. How long does it take you to wrap presents? It's the same with wrapping your products to sell. If you don't have to do it, can someone else do it so you can make more? You can then make more things to sell. So this is what we have to think about is what routine tasks are we doing that we don't absolutely need to do? And our business will benefit from it. And if you're doing everything, you are going to burn yourself out. I know I hear so many business owners that are working seven days a week just trying to keep afloat of everything. It's not efficient. I've been there and I've done it and I've burnt myself out by trying to do it. It doesn't work. When I re-strategized and rethought about what my role was and how I was going to operate and how I would delegate some of these tasks, completely revolutionized my business. If you're getting to that point in the year, 
whether it's getting all too much, give yourself a break over Christmas and then I want you to come back and think about what is it you're doing you don't need to do in your business. The second point that I'm going to make is talking about automation. We sometimes make it make our lives difficult for ourselves by trying to get back to customers straight away or maybe it's having simple technology. So if you're at markets and you have sales to make or whatever that might be, or you take online customer orders, what is it that you can automate to make everything easier for you? Sometimes it is just out of offices to go back to customers straight away to ask them to call you. Maybe it's having the right software that can manage your sales properly, manage your inventory. Sometimes they take a while to set up. Actually, when you think about that setup cost versus the amount of time you spend on a daily basis trying to get all of these little admin tasks to work. And if I go back to my previous point, why not get someone else to set those up for you? I mean, there's Upwork, there's Fiverr, there's plenty of people that can set all those processes up for a fraction of the cost of what it would cost you to do it. So are there things that you can do in your business that will help make it more efficient, that will make it more automated so you don't have to worry about them. I'm a big believer in automation. I think automation saves a lot of time. It also helps manage customers better and you don't need to do everything yourself. You don't need to personally reply to everybody because not everyone's going to be your customer. And if I spent a lot of time and effort putting in personal responses to everybody that I talk to sometimes, I just wouldn't have time to do everything. Sometimes it is a matter of if someone's inquiring saying, hey, how much are your cakes? You could have an automated message set up on Messenger to go back and say, hey, thanks for getting in touch. You can find out all my prices on my website here. Sometimes it is just that simple. And that's one inquiry you don't have to deal with. Think about how much time it takes you to type stuff out. So you can do all of that. That's absolutely fine. Make your business efficient. Make your business automated as possible. You know, write down some of these processes you're, you're doing. What is it that you feel like takes a lot of your time that you don't need to be doing? If it's taking up lots of your time, it's still costing you money. (laughs) That's the reality. Every time we work on our business, it costs us money. So that's what we have to get used to is thinking, my time is money. And actually, if I invest in a certain area, how much more sales am I going to make? This is what we've got to start thinking about. We've got to think about the bottom line. We've got to think about where we invest our money in our business, because it's not having a, if admin is not your thing, dealing with tech is not your thing then you are costing your business money. An investment to get someone who can do it far more efficiently and get better results than you can is an investment. So that's what you've got to keep thinking about. Your business owners, after all, you might be bakers, but you're also a business owner. So you have to think like a business if you want it to be profitable and make your life easier. My third point is streamlining processes. Now, this is something that when you're starting out in business, you're you're going to get used to how operations work. So you'll have a process in place for, say, making cakes or making bread or even just serving customers at your till. And I don't know how many times I've streamlined my processes because I realised how much time it was costing me and my staff. We just were making our lives hard by the way we were taking customer orders the way we were actually booking people into tables. In some ways, having that automated process in place and streamlining those processes, it was so much easier. We didn't have to, staff didn't have to come in as early because there wasn't as much personal work that you had to do because we had much more efficient processes. We had much more 
many more documents that actually helped us. Well, many more. That's probably not quite true. What we did was try, streamline our documents to make it easy so we could go through everything really, really easy. It was about making us making our jobs easier so we could be more effective. That was a crucial bit. There were so many processes we were wasting time on that didn't need to have time wasted on them. Just by adjusting them slightly, making it better, think about, well, actually, if I want to get to A to B, but yet somehow I am diverting myself off on that course in several different directions, what can I do to make that slightly work better? One of the examples was the till system I had set up. So I had a till system software that I used. When you're taking customer orders, it was organized in a way that made it really hard work for the staff to go through all the different menus. Because there was every time someone ordered a full English, they'll be like, if there was someone needed wanted an extra sausage or something like that, because people that's what people want. Or they want a sausage for the dog. Again, that's what also people want. It was having to go in and out of those menu systems. So actually, you were standing there taking customer orders on a big table, sometimes for five minutes. So you're not serving other customers in that time, which on a Saturday is a long time. Five minutes is a long time. So it just used to take so much time. So we looked at everything and worked out how we can make it easier and tested it and learned from it, streamlined it so that we weren't having to ask 20 questions to customers and we were able to take their orders really quickly and easily. We wanted to make that absolute experience for my staff and for my customers as best as possible. Actually, if you think about if I had a big group come in and it it cost me five minutes to take their order with every single big group, I'm losing out of sales at at the end of the day because I'm not turning those tables around. That time adds up. It might be small, but it all adds up. So again, this is what we've got to really think about is what are we making hard for ourselves? What, what, What can we make easier? The fourth point, and again, really, really essential one, is our prioritisation. So often we get caught up in thinking about what's urgent rather than what's important. I want you to think on that for a minute, because what is urgent for someone else might not be important to you. So if you've got a customer that's nagging you about a cake order or something that's three months down the line, but you know you've got other things to do, but they've sent you three messages. You do not have to respond to that customer until the time is right. Again, if you have the automation in place, you can have an auto response on. That's not urgent to you right in that moment. You've got other more important things to do. You do those first and go back to that customer in the time, because we talked about time blocking on the podcast before. Go back to that customer when the time is right for you. What's urgent for you and what's important to you isn't urgent and important for everybody else. You are the one that sees the bigger picture. It's your business. You run it. You're at the top. So think about what you need to prioritise, what's essential and what's not essential. What tasks are you doing that you're making hard for yourself, but it feels like you're busy. So you feel like you're getting somewhere, but actually, are you? Really challenge yourself on this because I've done it so many times when I realised I'm endlessly doing tasks. I feel like I'm achieving, but actually I'm not. So how many of those tasks are you doing that actually you don't need to do? One example of this was we used to put little cards around. We used to put string around our our loaves of bread and put cards with all the logos and everything on it, which was great and possibly good for social proofing. Like because we had like all of the social media uh, symbols on, so social proofing is kind of like sharing your social media channels. In case you've not heard that term before, it took so long, and often I would do it. Why am I doing that again? Going back to that delegation. It was great. 
and we actually streamlined that process because we made it a lot harder for ourselves at the beginning and it took too long. It wasn't necessary. Sometimes we just had to not do it. It wasn't it wasn't important in the day's task. We had to just let those things go. And it was nice, but it wasn't necessarily effective. You can do a matrix that has that urgent, that important, urgent, non-important and what you can get rid of. Be really honest with yourself. Look at the data. Look at the results of what you are doing. Look at your web views. Look at the tasks that, look at your sales. Look at all of those tasks that you're doing. Analyze and work out where you're wasting your time. And it might be something you love to do, in which case then you need to really think about, well, if it, if it's a task I love to do, but what I'm doing is not making the sales, is this the right task to be doing or am I going out to the wrong customer? That's That's ultimately what it will come down to. Or are you selling it in the wrong way? Whatever it is you're doing is about making sure we are using our time in the best ways possible. My final point, and I've talked about this many, many times, and it's key part of my BOSSIT method. So if you haven't seen it, go and check that BOSSIT method out. Mastering your organisation, being organised. If you haven't got your kitchen all set up and ready to go, if you're having to run around quite a lot, it's wasting time and energy. And there might be simple things of making sure that you have drawers with all your or boxes with all your ingredients right in front of you. So when you're making cakes, you can literally just grab them. Or maybe you have a, a unit where you can just have everything ready to go without having to keep setting everything up to pack everything away again. Or maybe you need a dishwasher. Whatever it is that makes your life easier, invest in making sure all of those things are operationally easy for you to do stuff. I did it in the kitchen at the cafe. We had, we after three months, we completely reorganised it. It was just not efficient. The staff were having to walk through to put things in the sinks and go through service, which just wasn't working. So we moved the sink. And then we also then realigned to what stuff do I need to grab in a service? What stuff do I need to have right at my fingertips so I can easily make a sandwich without having to keep running and backwards and forwards up and down the kitchen? Our kitchen wasn't massive, far from it, it was the opposite. But all of those little journeys, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, it adds up, it takes up time, it takes up your energy. Your feet are hounding at the end of the day, but it, they weren't necessary. We rejigged everything, we made everything easier, we looked at what equipment we needed in our hands and we moved out the stuff that we didn't use on a daily basis. If we were doing cakes, we had all cake ingredients in one section, so we could just easily grab them and bring them up to wherever we were making the cake. We then had two mixers in different stands in different areas of the kitchen so that two people could actually make cakes at once. But it meant it was more efficient, but they weren't taking up space that was needed for other things. Organising will help make you more efficient and it will make it easier and you'll become less tired, which is really key because, again, it's about making sure that you have the most energy to put into your business and you focus your efforts in the right place because if you're too tired, you're going to end up burning yourself out. Not having days off, you'll end up burning yourself out and it's not efficient for your business. Like I say in this podcast, if, if you're not in your business, your business doesn't exist. So you are so essential. So you have to prioritise your own health and well-being. Really hard to do when you know you've got customers, you've got orders, and you want to please everybody. I know, I am take, trying to take my own advice on that one too. But just give yourself a real, if you were going to a friend or someone else's business and you looked at it from the very top. What would you change? What would you do differently? And how would you make those adjustments? They don't have to be big, but they're enough to make it more operationally successful for you. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope that was useful for you. I'll be back again next week with the final episode of the year. And it's going to be a bit different because I'm going to do a Q&A session. So the Q&A will be quick fire questions that I've had in from you guys, from everyone who listens. So if you've got a question that you want to ask on this podcast, drop me an email at naomi at bakingboss.net or DM me at I am baking boss because I really want to hear what your burning questions are and what I can help you answer. What are you struggling with? Or what don't you know? There were so many things I didn't know. Come and ask me. Drop me a DM, send me an email, and we'll do an Ask Me Anything as the final session of the year. Hope you have a great week, and I'll see you again on next week's episode for the final one of 2023. And as ever, happy baking. Thank you for listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please do give it a review. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net. And give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.